Welcome to the Bag Makers Society podcast, your ultimate destination for all things bag making. If you're passionate about crafting beautiful and functional bags, whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, you're in the right place. My name is Deb and I'm thrilled that you are joining me on this creative journey. In each episode, we'll dive into the world of bag making, exploring a range of topics that will fuel your imagination and ignite your sewing prowess. From discussing the latest bag patterns that have the craft and community buzzing, to exploring various techniques that can add the perfect touch to your designs and everything in between. We will hopefully be joined by some incredible guests, bag makers, designers and small business owners who will share their experiences, insights and invaluable tips to help you level up your bag making game. So whether you're stitching up your first tote bag or perfecting your crossbody skills, this podcast is your source for inspiration, education and a good dose of bag making camaraderie can't wait to share this adventure with you so make sure to subscribe to the podcast and tune in to our upcoming episodes so let's not delay any further and get started with this week's episode hi welcome back to the bag makers society podcast first of all let me apologize for how long it's been since the last episode i think it's been probably um over three weeks um i've had quite a few technical issues shall we say with um computers and such like which hopefully are now sorted so this is the first time that i am recording the podcast on my new laptop and with a new microphone so we are still becoming acquainted so that was the first thing that i did want to say was as i say first of all apologies i didn't actually want to put something out there that wasn't um of the standard that i'd want it to be and unfortunately the other software just wasn't working anymore so we had to do a little upgrade but that is all done and moving forward it should be a lot easier now to to get the podcasts out so I thought I'd focus this week's podcast on a question that I get asked all of the time which is do you need a special sewing machine or an industrial sewing machine to sew bags and in short the answer is no but it does kind of depend on the the type of bags that you want to sew so i've been doing sort of a little bit of research into um different types of sewing machines because um as you'll know if a lot of you follow me on social media or on youtube i work off a Janome hd9 which is obviously quite a powerful um straight stitch machine and then i also have a jack h2 walking foot machine which is obviously an industrial machine but I have used other sewing machines as well. So yeah, so I did, you know, I just sort of did a little bit of research on some of the different sewing machines and, and sewing machines that people found useful. Um, and and by looking through um, some of the sewing machine things, um, the geek in me actually came across sort of like the history of the sewing machine as well which I thought was really sort of like interesting how you know like how it was developed over the years and how you know different people have have taken it forward and I think a lot of people think back of the history of of sewing machines and they just automatically go to um Singer and think that Singer were the first people to um or was the first person to invent the sewing machine which um isn't actually the case actually the sewing machine goes back to around about um 1755 um i think it's um 
a German inventor who was actually working in England um, who kind of started off the trajectory of looking at the sewing machine and obviously you've you've got the different types of sewing machine which you know the chain stitch and the the lock stitch so it's gone through various different um variations if you like of 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 the type of things um but it was, it was really sort of like interesting to to sort of read sort of like how how it's developed um you know and what it was used for because obviously you know the the main thing of the of the sewing machine was was probably industry to start with because you know making things especially in leather for sort of like saddles and bridal work and stuff like that um you know sewn by hand would be laborious and and quite difficult and obviously having a machine to do to do that would would speed up production would make things you know more uniform looking and all of that sort of thing um so yeah so it's actually gone through quite a few variations over over the years um and the wikipedia page for the history of the sewing machine is actually quite interesting um i was delving into that one late night when i couldn't sleep very much and yeah it is a really interesting read um and i actually always thought that the first person to sort of painted what we would class as the domestic home sewing machine um, was Eliza Howe. Um, that's kind of, when I've looked at things, that's always kind of what, what I've thought. But actually it was only, it was him that got the first patent. Um, so yeah, so it was actually somebody completely, completely different. It was actually, I think somebody called John Fisher, who did it slightly earlier, about nine months earlier than he did. He just didn't file his paperwork properly so he lost the patent and it went to somebody else and that is how they get the recognition for inventing what we class that is the like the domestic lock stick lo ugh, can't get my words out um lock stitch machine um which was around about the mid 1800s so yeah so sort of really interesting so how it went through all of those those processes and obviously still continues to do so to this day there's always new machines coming out with new new little gadgets and new things on them to to make life easier for us sewers um so yeah so i just thought i'd drop that in if anybody wants to go and have a look um, at the wikipedia page on the history of the sewing machine it is a very interesting read so back to whether you need um a specific type of sewing machine to sew bags and like I say the the bottom line is is no you don't um you you need a good quality machine um you know very basic um sort of plastic part machines aren't going to cut it with bag making um so you do you do need sort of like a good good entry level sewing machine but you don't need to be going out and spending thousands on a sewing machine or you know even you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds to to buy a, a sewing machine to sew bags on um the first bag i actually ever sewed was on um an ikea sewing machine that i bought for 45 pound and i've talked about this in a previous podcast and i think i actually shared a picture on social media because i still have that sewing machine um and yes, it was difficult, mainly because I didn't have the foggiest clue what I was doing. Um, 
so you know I didn't keep interfacings out of the seam allowances and I didn't trim my seam allowances back and all of that sort of thing so I did make life so much more difficult for myself but I, I did it as I you know I sewed a purse on a 45 pound machine from from Ikea and it, and it handled it perfectly well I mean suppose that's Swedish engineering for you um but yeah it did work and then I and then I went on to vintage sewing machines so I had a couple of vintage singers and when people are getting into bag making and particularly if they maybe don't have a sewing machine already that is probably the the place that I'd tell people to start especially if they're only going to be sewing bags or, or maybe doing quilting and they don't need all of the fancy decorative stitches for for other things and you know the the will be okay with just a, a, a straight stitch is is to go for for like a, a good quality second hand um vintage sewing machine maybe seeing if you can get one through um somebody local who services sewing machines that you know it's being serviced and it's working well but they're usually really powerful machines they're usually all um metal engineering inside um the best vintage sewing machine to go for is without doubt the 201k it is the rolls royce of sewing machines which is the singer 201k um it does sew through lots of layers um with the right needle and the right tension set up it will sew through leather um so yeah, so if you're looking to get into bag making and you haven't got a sewing machine or you do have a sewing machine and it, you know, it isn't going to sew the type of things that you want to sew, do have a look at some, some of the vintage sewing machines because you usually can pick them up very, very reasonably and they're a very good place to start. Um, I, I have, even though, you see, I work off a Janome HD9 and a Jack H2, I still have my vintage sewing machines and they still do get brought out. Um, to get used every now and then um but you the modern machines as well you do um you do get machines that will handle making bags you just have to be quite sort of mindful of maybe the the materials that you're using to make the bag so if you're using very heavy um upholstery type fabrics if you're using quite thick vinyl quite thick leather leather even you are going to need um, quite a punchy machine no doubt about it you probably are going to need something like um, the Jerome HD9 or the, there's like a Juki equivalent I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head at the moment um, but Juki do a very similar um, sort of like domestic type machine but it's what they class as like semi-industrial so it's a straight stitch but it it's heavy duty it will sew through quite a lot of layers um, but if you want to sew vinyl type bags um, then if you choose a vinyl that is a little bit thinner um, isn't too thick to sew if you're choosing um, fabrics that aren't too thick so staying away from the really thick heavy industrial um, upholstery type fabrics you know maybe stick with sort of nothing any thicker than like canvas um, when you're interfacing, keep your interfacing out of your seam allowances. If your machine does struggle, that will make a massive difference. Um, if, you, if your machine struggles to top stitch, um, maybe looking at cutting 
your seam allowances back or grading your seam allowances is, is a really good thing to do. I sometimes find when, especially in the top part of a bag where you go to top stitch, if you cut your um, seam allowances, all of your seam allowances back quite a bit, and then when you go to top stitch, you get kind of like, um, like a tube effect. It's the only way that I can kind of describe it. So because that you kind of encase that that cut back seam, and then it doesn't always look flat and as nice as what you'd want it to. So instead of cutting all of your seams back, you only cut back a, f a few of your seams, and you and you grade your seams back so you thin your seams out if you're unsure what I mean if you google um you know um grading seam allowances it will it it will sort of bring up um some blog posts and I'll maybe try and do a blog post in the future about about what I mean but it'll basically mean like leaving one of your seam allowances full and uh, so say if you've got like four four layers you'd cut each layer back slightly more than the last layer so that it's kind of like a stepped effect, um, so it reduces the bulk, but it doesn't. It doesn't give you that sort of um, that walled sort of effect on the very top. Um, I hope I'm kind of getting across what I mean. Um, so there, is, there is little tips and tricks to be using to to make things easier for your machine to sew through things. Using the right needle is a massive one. Um, the amount of times when People sort of say, oh, I'm struggling to just top stitch. And I'll say, what, what needle have you got in? They're like, oh, I don't know, just the needle that came with the machine. Um, so, which is usually a, an 80-12, is usually a standard needle that comes with machines. So if you're struggling and you're getting skipped stitches or your machine's struggling to punch through um, the fabric, try a bigger needle. Um, Microtex needles are really, really good as well. Um, they help to kind of like push through the fabric really well um, but skip stitches especially um, go up a size with your needle so if you're using say a 90-14 go up to 100-16 and that should help um, using the right needle um, does make a difference a lot of people especially when they're using vinyl um, they'll think that they need to use a leather needle because vinyl and leather are very similar, but you, you don't because what will happen with the leather needle is the leather needle actually slashes the fabric to punch through. It's like a little small knife um, and you don't want to be using that with any woven fabrics and, and vinyls and, and four leathers are all, are all woven man-made fabrics. So literally only use a leather needle when you're sewn with leather and then the rest of the time either use like a universal standard point or a microtex needle in the size that you want so um again when when you're sewing um, bags if you if you're struggling with thick seams things like um hump jumpers can can help you get over thicker seams and and give your your sewing machine a little bit of a help and hand um making sure that your tension and your foot pressure is set up right for, for what you're sewing um, and there's loads of helpful videos on YouTube so if you you know if you're struggling and you think I need to change that if you look on YouTube there's loads of videos showing you how to change your foot pressure um, or your tension 
to make things a little bit easier so definitely when you're starting off bag making you don't need to go out and spend an absolute fortune on a sewing machine use the sewing machine that you've got first of all and and make things that your sewing machine um yeah your sewing machine can handle so that you know whether you actually enjoy bag making um and if you do enjoy it and you want to progress into other things that you know ultimately your sewing machine isn't going to handle then you can always upgrade later on and because you'll know what you want to sew or what you like sewing you'll know what you're looking for and i'd always suggest if you are going to go and buy a sewing machine and spend quite a lot of money on it go and test them out in in a um in a shop if you can if you need to visit a few shops to test out a few different ones then definitely do that because they're, they're big investments and you want to make sure that that you're getting the right one and that it lasts you for quite a while um i mean i love my janome hd9 she can be a temperamental little mare sometimes but i do love her and i love i love my jack um you know he literally sews through anything i, I throw at it um but like i say i love my industrial sewing machines as well i've worked on bananas which i found to be really good machines for bag making they do seem to have that that sort of sturdiness about them that they're able to handle lots of fabric um and they seem to be very well built um and as well what if if you do um belong to any sort of sewing groups or um like craft meetups if other people have a sewing machine that you're interested in ask them if you can have a little go of it when you're at one of the sewing meetups see how see how you feel with it see if you like it it's a really good way to test out different sewing machines so that you can make a decision on your investment before before actually going out and, and parting with your money yeah. so i would hate anybody to sort of look at bag making and think oh well i need to go out and buy this all powerful super duper um sewing machine and then it actually turns out that they don't need it because the type of things that they like to make or the type of materials that they like to work with they don't actually need it for so definitely loads and loads of research um loads of testing if you can either in shops or with friends and sewing acquaintances sewing buddies asking sewing groups ask what people um are sewing their bags on um everybody's usually very very helpful in all of the facebook groups and they'll, they'll tell they'll tell you what they're sewing on and they'll tell you if their machine has quirks that they don't like or um things that their machine does that they do like you know if it has certain like a it might have a thread cutter or it might have a automatic needle threader different little things like that that they find really useful they'll be able to tell you about so i hope this episode's been a little bit helpful especially if you're new to bag making or you're just thinking about getting into bag making and you've been a little bit put off because you think that you need to go out and buy a really expensive flashy powerful sewing machine because everybody who you watch on youtube has these big industrial sewing machines and um you don't have one and you think that you're not going to be able to make lovely bags on on a normal sewing machine you absolutely can 100% you can and if you're struggling with anything um or you need a little bit of help and advice 
obviously I have the Facebook group which is the UK Bag Maker Society feel free to come and ask any questions in there um, as always you can reach out to me on um, social media so my page is me made makes um, you can send me a message through there if you want to ask me any questions or drop me a message through the website which is www.memademakes.co.uk and I'll happily help answer any questions um, that you might have about bag making sewing machines or if I don't know the answer I'll help you find it out. So I hope this episode's been interesting to you. Um, if you've got any suggestions for future episodes, if there's topics that you'd like me to cover, feel free to again drop me a message, give me suggestions, I'd love to hear them and Thank you for listening. Enjoy your week. See you soon. Bye.